0: Broadcasting from the Ohio Valley, talking about the Ohio Valley. We're live and local. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Yes, it's a good day for singing a song. And it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day.
1: How could anything be wrong? A good day from morning to night.
2: Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to a brand new week of good conversation, information, controversy, and fun. It's the Watchdog Morning Show. Mr. Monroe is here, Mr. Slider is over there, and... We are ready to engage with you, Freo Stack Auction Service text line, always open, feel free to use it when the mood strikes you, 304-214-1600, Freo Stack Auction Service phone line, also good, 304-232-8255, 710 in the morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show, baby it is cold, I'm not calling you baby, you understand, hey honey, <laughs> but it is cold outside, whoo! 11 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 11 degrees at the Highlands, 13 in Elm Grove, so we got a heat wave there, and 11 degrees here at the Watchdog Radio Network Studios. At the airport, that 11 degrees feels like 5 degrees. It is a cold morning. The only good thing, Bob, is that um, not a lot of snow or ice out there too bad. No, but I'll
3: tell you what, Howard, this time yesterday, you were probably... Sleeping, all wrapped up in your blankie. I ventured out at six thirty yesterday morning, and it was it was blizzard conditions. Yeah, not a ton of snow, thank goodness, but the snow we were getting was just
2: blowing, blowing everywhere, and it was cold. Howard, it was really, really cold. I had several uh, Facebook folks who said that the same thing. They ran through whiteouts in the especially the early morning. Our friend Alan. The world traveler, Alan from Neffs, he was—he took a. Oh, he's probably in
3: Finland or somewhere. No, he's actually
2: in Neffs, but he said he got up at six thirty to do his morning walk, and he said he walked right into a into a whiteout. So, uh, we did have that. There are—I would just just in honesty—there are a couple of patches of ice still left over out on the roads. I found them this morning. Not a gigantic problem, but just be aware of that. And you might have a little bit of light dusting snow still kicking around uh, but we don't have much snow out there no ice out there it's just cold it's just it's just brutal cold and it's going to kind of be cold pretty much uh, all week long and unfortunately I think we'll check in with Adam a bit later on Bob I think we may get um i think we may get some more snow before the week is over and done with I think before the day is over and done with maybe <laughs> maybe going into midnight is I, I caught the early forecast but uh, you're right we'll have Adam he'll he'll straighten us out but I think you're right. I think we're looking for evening snow showers turning into some evening evening snow flurries and flakes turning into overnight snow showers. I think so. Tomorrow morning could be a little bit more. I checked. I did not see there was no school delays or cancellations. Did you see any? I did not see any. I have. Uh, I'll
3: change back over to channel seven. I did not see anything. I didn't.
2: I didn't see anything either. This. I think I saw one, which probably was, you know, probably somebody had a boiler or something. But I, I didn't see any school cancellations or like. Somebody had some fun over the weekend here in this studio, pal. What are you What are you saying in there, Howard? I'm guessing this probably. I'm guessing Donnie. No, Donnie wasn't here on Friday. He was here Thursday, so we were here after Donnie. Well, somebody left a uh, calling card from Godfather's.
3: Was it like half off? Can I use that later <laughs> today, Howard? Well,
2: I don't, it's got QR codes here on the back. You know, I could scan the I could scan those with my phone and see what they say. I'm afraid I will then <laughs> be on somebody's record book somewhere, but. Somebody here at the Watchdog Radio Network Studios left the um, left a calling card from Godfathers. Did was there entertainment here this weekend? I didn't know about. No, but maybe we missed something. I, you know, they don't tell. They I just do
3: Saturday morning. I didn't see any any
2: any workers from Godfathers. I, I don't think I'd recognize that. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see or hear anything about it. But just purely for curiosity's sake, I'm going to keep this card. See if I see what I can see what I can do with it. 713 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. How was your weekend? Good? Any big deal, problem deal, fun stuff? Nothing.
3: It was really fun, and you're to blame, Howard.
2: Oh, me? Okay. What did I do? I have been on the biggest
3: mystery kick.
2: Oh, this is the Charleston mystery.
3: Since Wednesday. I finished that book up and something that I, I didn't know till the very end. And uh man, I'd love to talk to him about it. Former mayor Danny Jones, a personal friend of yours. This house that this murder took place in, his family bought it when he was four years old. So he actually grew up in this home. Wait a minute! Did they know there was a murder? Anyone oh yeah! I'd have been after selling tickets. Step right up! Step right up! See the murder scene.
2: I wouldn't be buying
3: a murder house. I, I would. I couldn't have slept a wink in that house. Really? No, no. He played. Must have played right there where she died. She bled out, Howard. Wow. So you've got me on this kick. So to answer your question. I tried to just fill myself with mysteries this past week. And I, I found this show. It's not a great show, but, I mean, it, 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 it does uh, spark a little interest. And one of the mysteries, it's called Mysterious West Virginia. And they will go to unsolved case throughout the whole state. And one of the ones they did was Sister Robin. And I tell you, I learned, oh, really? some, I, I learned something on their
2: house. It, it was on the
3: TV show? Roberta Allen. Alum, I believe that her, was her full name. She went by the, Sister Robin. The
2: Mount Mount St. Joseph yes. murder, so to speak. Yeah.
3: 1977, okay. she was murdered. She was meditating out. It was a nice day, June. And I always believed it was just one of those things, Howard, where somebody saw somebody her, somebody through, came
2: through the woods. It's kind of the image I've always had. But
3: after watching that show, I came up with the idea that it was someone that knew her. She was pretty active. She was. She would be parts of these groups, you know, trying to help some of these groups, and she did that before she got into that uh, up at Saint Joseph. So, I believe that she had a personal relationship. Someone knew that she was up there. That's what. That's what I came away with. But to answer your question, <laughs> man, I've got this mystery bug, and it's all because of you, Howard Monroe. Where uh,
2: Where was that show? What do you know? It's on YouTube. It's oh, almost it's everything on. that I watch is on YouTube? YouTube. Okay. All right i have to look that up. Mysterious West Virginia, yes. I think I've heard of that before, though, Mysterious West Virginia. And Charleston is full of these like, uh, high-profile murders, Howard. Maybe we should think about tracking down the producer of the show or something and get him on to talk about I would love time. to. I'll see what we can do. I don't know why I got, except somehow they must know I bought that one book for you. I got a um, an email solicitation this weekend for a book called the WVU Co-Ed Murders. I know all about that. Do you wrong? <laughs> it was on Mysterious West Virginia.
3: Oh, well, then. <laughs> all right, then. that so, would have happened right before I think you got to Morgantown. I think this was seventy seventy one, maybe.
2: I don't know. It, it was just it said, you know, we thought you might like this book, the WVU co-ed Murders. So. That
3: was back in the days where people got around by hitchhiking. Two young girls, freshmen at WVU, went to a movie. The movie was Oliver of all movies, and they never
2: was seen again. Well, when I was at WVU, hitchhiking was a big deal, um, and I would pick up I would pick up hitchhikers a lot, bring them, you know, because I was coming back and forth from uh, Wheeling to Morgantown every weekend because I was working up here. I would pick up, uh, you know. So you can picture that. Uh, It
3: would probably be hard for folks today to picture that, but Howard just hit it on the head. That's the way the majority, and when I say majority, I'm not exaggerating. The majority of college folks uh, back in the early 70s, late 60s, that's how they got around. They stuck their thumb out.
2: Yeah, and there were certain places where they would, you know, wait to hitchhike, and I would oftentimes, as I would drive by, you know, say, you know, do you need a ride? I'm thinking about that now. Now somebody will call the cops on me probably, right? Well, I mean, they're asking
3: for a ride, really. I mean, now if you see someone walking and you slow down and you roll your window down and you try to convince them that, hey, I'm okay, get in the car with me, yeah, I think they'll be running your uh, license plate number out. (laughs) All
2: right. Let's see. It is uh, 7.17 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. I don't want to get into this too deep except I just got a text. My son Justin's son... And his girl having a baby. She's in the hospital. Baby is expected to come today.
3: See you, granddad.
2: Granddad is okay. (laughs) Granddad is okay. I will, when little Andrew Justin is born, I will then become a great granddad. I think I've said this, which Teddy gets a huge kick out of. Teddy says, granddad, I will call you granddad, but he will have to call you great granddad. So just got to note that uh, that's... That issue is progressing. So when I get, Best of luck. Uh, absolutely. I don't want to get into it too deep. You never know what happens there, but I want to. Uh, it's kind of exciting. First birth in the family for a good while. Uh, 718 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. What are we doing? Who are America's millionaires? You might actually be surprised at some numbers I came across this weekend. I was surprised, and then I got depressed about who the millionaires in America are. The ACLU has threatened suit against Wheeling over the homeless camp ban. Denny Magruder, one of city's mayor candidates, will come in and share his take on the camping ban. We're going to look at what Senator Manchin had to say in New Hampshire at politics and eggs. And lawmakers in West Virginia are working through the governor's budget. Sean O'Leary from the Center on Budget and Policy comes in and helps us work through it as well. That's what I have for you. Whatever you have for us, you can join us at 304-214-1600. Yes, okay. Once again, I'm an idiot. The texters pointed out to me. Remember, you heard me say a few minutes ago, Bob, do we have any school delays or cancellations? Did you hear me say that?
3: Yeah, it just hit me. Today is Martin Luther King Day.
2: Yeah, well, it hit a bunch of our texters as well. (laughs) Text number one, Martin Luther King Day, no school, you fool. Okay. Hey, it's cold in here. We're just moving a little slow, that's all. (laughs) Text number two, no school, Martin Luther King Day. Dexter number three, there won't be any school today, Martin Luther King Day. All right. Yep, yep. Sometimes you got to stop and think, and I didn't stop to think that through. It's
3: so cold out there, Howard. I don't How really think cold the, is it? The mailman, they're not even going to be around. The mail carriers are saying, to hell with that. <laughs>
2: they're going to stay home today. And I guess the Steelers are staying home, too. Boy, that was
3: just odd. I didn't get ready. We had a Wheeling Central girls basketball game uh, Saturday afternoon, and just when I was getting ready to come in, the news came down that they postponed it. Uh, it'll be this afternoon, Howard. Monday afternoon football. Well, that's kind of
2: unusual, but could be yeah. interesting.
3: And here's the other thing: it'll be in Slider on Sports. The Penguins were set to play this afternoon because of Martin Luther King. It was a six o'clock uh, start time. They said, man, we, nobody will be watching this game if the Steelers is on. Right. we got to move our game. So they moved the Penguins so game. So they did. They moved to 1 o'clock. So,
2: man, if you're a Pittsburgh sports guy, today is your day. wonder what kind of um, audiences is the word I'm looking for. What am I looking for? I, I wonder how many people will come to the game uh, up in Buffalo today. Well, not if that. they
3: can get there, I mean, and yeah. I'm not kidding. Today is is almost as bad. They won't Watch have one. the high yeah, winds, right? But getting there, and you know how this whole thing happened was Howard. The most powerful person in the state is the governor. Yeah. Okay. And the governor said, "Look, I'm shutting down the roads. Can't play the game because it's going to be really, really bad." Well, I guess the governor, who is female, uh, had a, had a little chat with the NFL. And she made a statement today, there will be no more of that. Whatever happens, we're playing the game. So I don't know. Oh, really? What, yeah, I don't know what kind of compromise they came to, but they said it is going to be played today. There might not be anybody there, but they're going to play the game.
2: Well, I, lo- I saw some of the uh, video from the stadium yesterday. I mean, Would you go to the game, Howard? You, well, you know, the seats, I mean, the, the snow banks were cup, up over the, the stadium seats. I mean, you'd be like carving out a little cave in the snow to sit in.
3: Well, they're paying folks $20 an hour. You come, bring your shovel, and you have work there because that's what they're trying to do is just get the seats ready. If if people can't get there, then they'll be able to watch the game
2: uh let's see boy, oh boy. Oh, yeah i got it now no more text no <laughs> all right no school. we figured it out no school martin luther king day no school martin luther king i know i know i know i was an idiot when i said that i am sorry i got it right uh steelers today so they play today right 430 430 30, okay. howard so that uh <clears throat> does that adjust the way you predict the game because of the delay and all that kind of stuff
3: Yes, that's a great point, Howard. And, and the line, uh, the, the the point spread will reflect that because, you know, initially when they thought that game was going to be played at one o'clock, there is an over and under mark where so many points is mm-hmm. over and, or you can go under. That number was really, really low because they thought, okay, they're not going to be able to throw the ball and they might not be able to kick the ball. So that would take field or goals. Or see out, the ball. Or any of that, any of the, <laughs> uh, the above, top, above. So that number was really, really low. Now, the weather today isn't going to be ideal, but that number went up. So, the, what the, the odds makers are saying, they're probably going to score more points, but it's not going to be a lot of points.
2: So, what was your prediction before the, the, the delay, or what did you have one before the? Change? My
3: high hopes and prediction was the bad weather would benefit the Steelers. The Steelers would be able to run the ball, get, march the ball down the field that way, and might just have a chance. If you take that away, then I don't think we
2: have much of a chance. All right. Well, we'll find out this afternoon at 430. We will. 722 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. A couple of local stories over the weekend of of interest and value. I want to share those with you. That's coming up next here on the Watchdog Morning Show.
0: Coming up on Metro News Hotline. On the Wednesday edition of the show, we'll take a look back at the Mountaineers basketball game with Kansas State in Morgantown. Jeff Erickson from RotoWire drops by. We'll take a look at the biggest stories in technology over the last seven days. And Tom Bragg joins me in studio at 5 o'clock to talk about the Marshall Thundering Herd and more, plus your calls, texts, tweets, interrupt, and in our question of the Metro day. Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 at wvmetronews.com and on this Metro News Station.
3: My name is Walid Gharib. I'm an Interventional Cardiologist at WVU Reynolds Memorial Hospital. One thing that I would like people in this Ohio Valley and across West Virginia and really across the country to know, the goal of healthcare is not to help you get by. It's not just to keep you alive, it's to help you thrive. And if we can get you back to your 100% potential, that's our goal, and we're going to keep working at it until we get as close to it as
0: possible. Toyota's
4: national sales event is on, making now the best time to save big at your Toyota dealer. With available APR financing as low as 1.9% on select new 2022 fuel-efficient Camrys, Corollas, RAV4s, and Highlanders. Or go off-road in a rugged Tacoma or Tundra, also with low financing available to qualified buyers. Visit buyatoyota.com for more. Not all buyers will qualify for special APR financing from Toyota. See your dealer for details. Hurry, Toyota's national sales event ends September 6th. Toyota, let's go places
0: broadcasting from the Ohio Valley talking about the Ohio Valley. We're live and local. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. I shot the but I swear.
2: Bumper music, uh, murder bumpers today, is that what it is? You got it. <laughs> it. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding. 7.25, 25 after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. A cold morning, my friends, bundle up. We are looking at 11 degrees at the Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 11 degrees at the Highlands, 13 in Elm Grove, and 11 in here at the Watchdog Radio Network studios in the at the airport, that 11 degrees with a little bit of wind feels like five degrees. One, two, three, four, five. You can do it on one hand. Uh, that's the feels like temperature at the airport. Mostly cloudy today. Chance of snow showers beginning late afternoon or early evening, continuing overnight. Daytime high will be up to around 24 degrees, and uh, look like some snow coming in tonight and into tomorrow morning, which could be uh, that could be our problem. Uh, let's see, Frio Stack, Auction Service Text Line, 304 214 Prediction, Bills 49, Steelers 10. There you go. Must be a uh, Sour Grapes Cleveland Browns fan, sounds like to me. 304-214-1600, Frio Stack, Auction Service Text Line. i bet they can't find people to shovel the stadium.
3: Hmm. Eh, there's a lot of people in Buffalo that's used to that. I don't I don't think they'll have a problem with yeah, that. Yeah, they're
2: but- used to I them. Mean, that's... I mean, it's it's a little more than usual, but it's that's their kind of weather. But
3: the texter could be right. I mean, it all depends on how much snow. You know, they they can't really use a machine. They have to do it the old-fashioned way. They have to shovel it, and, and they, like, put it on a chute, Howard, and it goes down to the field, and then a machine is able to, to push it away that way. But that's it, the, it uh, takes te- time. The,
2: the texter asked that question, where do you put the snow?
3: Yeah, that's how they're trying to remove it from the stadium. All right.
2: Heard you couldn't see through the fog in Buffalo, says the uh That may be here. a problem. <laughs> so that would indeed be a problem. 304-214-1600 if you want to join us on the Frio Stack Auction Service text line. Um couple of local stories, and Taylor will probably have those coming up in the next minute or two in Ohio Valley headlines from the Big 7, but I just want to make sure we touch base on these. Um, you probably saw this in the Intel over the weekend. Wheeling Park High School teacher has been dismissed after inappropriate relationships with a student. Uh, As I understand it, and I do not know who it is, uh, it was a male student, I mean a male teacher with a female student. Uh, Ohio County Schools immediately relieved the now former teacher from his duties due to an alleged inappropriate relationship with a minor student, said Kim Miller over the weekend. They're working with the appropriate parties to provide support and counseling to the affected students. Don't have any more details than that. And I'm not sure I want any more details until we get until this gets further along the criminal justice system. But a Wheeling Park High School teacher, um, essentially fired uh, after revelation of inappropriate relationship uh, with a student. Meanwhile, the ACLU of West Virginia says uh, the state, the city of Wheeling, has a couple more days to end that public camping ban for homeless, or else the ACLU will sue them. Um, We are running down to, what, a couple of days of that pause that had been put into effect on the homeless camping ban. Um, But the city has um, put this ban on public camping into effect. It's supposed to start January 1. Uh, Bob Heron put it on pause for two weeks for uh, some legality reasons, also because there were an awful lot of people saying that you throw the people out of their camps, but you didn't put the managed camp up. Where are they going to go? Yeah. ACLU says it is not illegal to be poor. It's not illegal to have nowhere to sleep. The Constitution protects people from being criminalized based on who they are, which is what the city of Wheeling has tried to do. I would doubt, yeah, let me back up, I wouldn't be surprised if the city doesn't doesn't extend that ban a little bit, but probably not because of the threat from the ACLU. Hey, ACLU, right here. Yeah. Because look at the law. I mean, it's private
3: property. I don't. Again, homeless. You own three or different four homes. You can't. You can't stay on somebody's property when they tell you to move on.
2: Well, it's public property we're talking about. But but uh, yeah, I get somebody owns it. But well, the city does. Yeah, the city does. Um, we'll see what happens with that. But the ACLU has filed that suit. We're going to talk to Denny Magruder uh, coming up later on this morning. <clears throat> Pardon me. Denny is one of the three candidates announced for mayor. The only one, as far as I know. Who has filed as of yet. I'm sure that uh, Rosemary Ketchum and Chad Thalman will file. They haven't filed yet. Uh, But Denny's the only filed candidate, one of three announced candidates. And what we'll be doing over the next several months, Bob, is on all of these big issues, I'm going to ask each of the different candidates to come by and talk about some of these big issues. And I'll be honest with you, you, how did I pick Denny Magruder? Bumped Bumped into him at Perkins for breakfast yesterday. Hey, how's it going, Danny? <laughs> over. Howard, how are you? And I see. I said, "Hey, since I got you here, how about tomorrow on the show talking about the homeless camp?" So
3: when I was leaving Friday, he was here. I had a chance to say hello. Howard, this just hit me. I'm surprised there isn't a property owner down, and there is a lot of vacant property here downtown. The uh, owner of that property doesn't de- declare that anyone that wants to camp here can. I give you my permission, someone that's maybe trying to be a little compassionate or stir the pot a little bit, Howard, then what do you do? If I give them permission to camp, I guess you couldn't
2: have open fires. I guess there are some, some laws. Well, they follow the same regulations that anybody but would. That, but they could put a tent up there. Well, I never thought about that, I suppose. if. Uh, Again, the distinction between public and private property, this camping ban is on public property. You can't sleep outside our building like they used to do until they tore that until they tore that brick wall down. You can't just sleep, you know, on a, on, a, on a piece of field someplace that's owned by the state. That's been an issue in the past. Um, but I, I don't know. I suppose, theoretically, somebody could say, hey, I've got this big empty lot. It's my personal private property lot. Come on in. I might be wrong. I'm, I don't know the legality of that, but that's that's certainly a possibility. I just, you know, I, I when this whole thing began, I was leaning more towards those who said, we really have to start controlling the homeless issue. I do think it's become a problem for, I hate to use the word, you know, the average citizen, for the, for the general public. And I think there does need to be some control of it. But I just think the city has really dropped the ball on this. I, I'm thinking about how cold it is. I'm thinking about... You know, where are these people going to go? I'm thinking about the anxiety they have to be going through right now. Many of these people already are not not the most mentally stable. That's part of the reason they're homeless. Um, And they're they're sitting there waiting for someone to come and say, now we're going to take your camp down today or maybe tomorrow or maybe next week. Um, The city needs to get its act together. And they they came up with a good idea, this managed camp. They need to really get the agencies together together. And make that happen. We'll talk to Denny Magruder about that coming on, uh, coming up later on this morning here on the uh, Watchdog Morning Show. The uh, 1200 block of Market Street is going to be open today. That's when they closed that office when everybody went berserk because of the streetscape. But work on the underground drain- drainage structures along Market Street uh, is moving forward. But they are they've made enough progress that the uh, 1200 block of Market Street will be reopened today. I suppose I would always say weather permitting. So might make things a little bit easier moving around through downtown. Now, in the northern part of the northern panhandle, of course, we know the two bridges were closed down earlier or late last year, actually. The uh, Chester Bridge, what is it called, the Jennings-Randolph Bridge between Chester and, and Ohio, um, was shut down for structural problems. They fixed them, and they reopened that bridge. The Market Street Bridge down around uh, Follinsby uh, has also – been closed within a day or two after the first one, and uh, the state now says, I hate to tell you this, we don't have any money to fix that bridge. We don't have any money to fix that bridge. West Virginia's Transportation Department says repairing or replacing the Market Street Bridge is simply not in their plans. Jimmy Riston, the uh, transportation director, told members of the state legislature last week. Fixing the bridge would cost tens of millions of dollars, and the state doesn't have the money to support that investment. So, <laughs> we got the one bridge far up at the northern tip of the Panhandle has reopened, but. Um Market Street Bridge gonna be shut down.
3: And for those of you that maybe haven't been up that way for a while, that bridge is right in the heart of Steubenville. When you cross there, you're right by the courthouse downtown. Now you can still get across the river, like Howard said, but it would be down what below Wellsburg, the go, new bridge. The
2: new bridge. The and, new bridge. Or you could go all the way up to Chester and that bridge, or all the way down here. Yeah. And these bridges. Um it, it, that's that is a major bridge. Into Steubenville. And
3: don't you think it's West Virginia's way of saying, hey, look, Ohio, Steubenville, Ohio, you need that bridge. You've got to pony up because it's going to cost a lot of money.
2: Jimmy Riston said that only if, only if the um, federal government agrees to put the bridge, to put money into the bridge. Well, they do it. The state doesn't have the money. I'm sure that's a story that will continue to develop a bit. But how would you... <laughs> I saw that story. and I shook my head. Like, oh, my God. Can you? The bridge is shut down. It's structure. I don't know what the exact words to use are, but it has deficiencies of some kind. But then, but you know what? We've seen it right here in downtown Wheeling, suspension bridge. It's been shut down for how many years?
3: It it has, and it, it really uh, affected people's uh, lives. Now think about that, Howard. It could work both ways. But if you live in Fallensby or either north of uh, of Wellsburg there, and you work in 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 Steubenville, how convenient was that? Zip zip, you're there. Now it's going to cost you another, what, 15 minutes maybe?
2: I would think... Maybe a little bit more. More than that. Yeah, I'm not, a little traffic. So you can got I to start your day
3: earlier off. for sure. Uh,
2: when I used to work, um, when my show was also broadcast in Steubenville years ago, I would occasionally go up and use that bridge. But I, I don't know the timing. I can't remember the timing of it now. But I know that, as you point out, it's a major bridge getting into and out of Steubenville. So um, the state said, yeah, we shut you down, but... Then yeah, we can't fix it. So <laughs> will it become a Bel Air bridge, you know, like the just sitting there forever? I don't know. I assume not. I'm not predicting that, but just uh, keep keep that in mind. Seven thirty six, twenty four 736, 24 to the hour on the Watchdog Morning Show, Frio Stack, Ox Service text line, managed camp, quote, getting the agencies together, you said. Isn't that what the homeless liaison job was supposed to be? I hear you. i I'm, I have to say to the texter that's I think that's part of the problem I I underst- I understood when the homeless liaison job was created that the purpose was recognizing that all of the different agencies who deal with the homeless are kind of working a little bit across purposes. They don't get together, so the city would help pull everybody together. We would all be pulling in the same direction. But if I understood what Bob Heron said uh, when he was on this show and I said elsewhere a week or so ago, Part of the problem with this managed camp is it's it's the responsibility of the agencies and they're not stepping up and doing anything. Um, and that is exactly the problem we have. You know, we got all these people saying they're, they're helping the homeless, and they are in different ways. But if you can't work together, we'll never get around to solving the problem. We'll talk to Denny about that. And, again, I will be t- – I, I, because somebody's going to yell and say, are well, you doing Denny Magruder?" Literally, I'm telling you I'm doing Denny Magruder because I bumped into him yesterday. But I had intended to spend this week with each of the different candidates getting their take on this. So Denny is first. I'll talk to Chad. I'll talk to Rosemary, I'll offer them a chance to offer their thoughts as well. All right, it's 737, 23 till the hour here, Watchdog Morning Show. Baby, it is cold outside. I want you to wrap up. I brought my gloves with me in case I need to wear them here in the studio, although I must say it's warmer in here. You brought a nice heater for me. Thank you very much.
3: Well, you're welcome, Howard. You should be warm, not cold.
2: It's warming, warming things up very nicely here uh, inside the studio. It's outside, though, 11 degrees pretty much across the board. 11 to the airport, 11 to the Highlands, 13 in Elm Grove, 11 here at the Watchdog Radio Network Studios. And up at the uh, airport, that 11 degrees with a bit of breeze makes it feel like 5, One, two, three, four, five. That's your feels-like temperature outside this morning. Wherever you're going, whatever you're doing, bundle up for sure. Let's get Ohio Valley headlines now. Taylor Long is here with those from the Big 7 Newsroom.
1: Good Monday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this January the 15th. Belmont College will be closed today due to water issues. Spiro Academy is also closed due to cold weather today. And finally, Mary Seat of Wisdom Montessori School is on a two-hour delay. Visit WTRF.com to stay up to date on the latest delays in school closings. Now with the arrival of the severe cold temperatures in the region, is your home prepared for winter? Officials say there are many steps you can take now that will prevent all sorts of issues for you and your home this winter. One owner of a hardware store, Downstate Charleston, has some helpful advice on how to make it through the winter season unscathed. Other ways to prepare your home is to keep an eye on those pipes, making sure they don't freeze. Water freezing in the pipes can cause them to burst when they thaw, so if you keep a tiny bit of water flowing, you could prevent a nightmare. You can also open up kitchen cabinets to keep warm air circulating near them. Looking to Hancock County now, a commissioner with a long tenure revealed his decision to not seek re-election at the commission meeting held last week. Jeff Davis has been working with the Hancock County Commission for the last 24 years and says he has met so many wonderful people and learned a lot. He says he never did anything alone and everyone in the county works as a team. During his time, he has seen many projects happen in the county, including nearly $1 million worth of sewer and water line upgrades one of the accomplishments he is most proud of. Now Davis plans to spend his free time drinking coffee with his mom, fishing with his brother, golfing with his sons, Joe and Jeff, and vacationing with his wife. And in honor of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day, we will be airing a tribute to Dr. King called A Granddaughter's Dream. It features Yolanda Renee King, the only grandchild of the civil rights leader. You can watch the special this evening at 730 on WTRF My Ohio Valley. That was a look at your headlines. Have a marvelous Monday. I'm Taylor Long working for you.
2: When deciding where
3: to dine in the Ohio Valley, think first of the Highlands with a full array of fast food choices for everyone in the family or drop in at the Olive Garden, Cheddars, Bubba's Burgers, Bob Evans, Fusion, or Panera Bread. Whatever your family's in the mood for, you can find it just off I-70 at the top of the hill. The Highlands,
0: dining, shopping, entertainment, and lodging. Why? Just think about it. Online, on demand, and on video. We are where you are. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe is here now. Hang down your head, Tom. Do leave. Hang down your head and cry. Hang down your head, Tom. Do leave. Oh, oh, boy, you're, you're bound, bound to do. die.
2: I do not know I why, but. This is a song that I always I won't say like But I always grew up with And I would sing this song Everybody liked it But Tom Dooley Except poor Tom Did not care for that No He He wasn't crazy about it He was about to die Uh, but uh, I don't know why Was this Did this make it Was it like a pop Not pop song But was it like a top ten song Or something Once upon a time When I was doing my
3: crack uh, Research this morning I think that an innocent man By the name of Tom Dooley Was Kind of like uh, He committed this crime But he, he actually didn't So it was like, yeah, Tom Dooley, you're going to die, but we know you didn't do it. So cheer up a little bit.
2: But we're going to hang you (laughs) anyway. Yeah, you're done. (laughs) But you're done. All right. Hang down your head, Tom Do. Now, who's singing that? That's an old folk song. That is the Kingston Trio. Kingston Trio. There you go. I remember them. Well, not like I didn't personally know them, but I remember them. I think they were in wheeling once upon a time years and years ago maybe
3: adam fike's daddy uh maybe jammed with him at one time
2: that, yeah adam fike's dad was a jamming kind of guy good morning adam welcome to the show good morning howard how are you good i'm uh, well i want to say i'm cold but actually we've got a little heater in the studio now for first time since <laughs> the winter began so i'm not nearly as cold as i could be but if people are outside they're pretty cold this morning that's for sure
4: yeah, I think this was the legitimate first day I actually broke out my hat, glove, and coat.
2: We're 11 degrees at the airport, and there's a feels-like temperature of 5, according to the uh, uh, airport uh, thermometer. So it's, uh, it's a cold morning, and it's pretty much 11 across the board everywhere. We are going to get warmer. Um, not a whole lot warmer, but it's going to warm up somewhat today, right?
4: Yeah, I, I would say warm up, but... We're really only going to be in the low 20s today, so still going to feel cold, but not as bad as it felt yesterday or even this morning.
2: We get we get through the day without any snow, is that right?
4: Correct. We're, we've I've noticed a couple flurries here and there, but ooh, that's it. Anything we see is not until after sunset, probably closer to 8, 9 p.m. is when we're going to see a few snow showers try to return.
2: And that will stay with us overnight?
4: Yep, most of it should... Ru- I would say the best chance for that is going to be that midnight to 4 a.m. time frame. So, chance we could see a couple of slick spots in the morning, but like Sunday, don't expect more than an inch.
2: Okay. But we might we might actually, add, and a cumulative snow possible overnight into mm-hmm. tomorrow morning. So, it could be a little careful tomorrow morning drive time, I guess, right?
4: Mm-hmm. Since it's been so cold, anything that falls likely sticks to the road, which is, I'm like, it's not going to be widespread issues, but still could see a few roads that have snow on it, especially back roads like I-70, four seventy, Route 2, Route 7 should be fairly good, I believe.
2: I honestly didn't leave the house much over the weekend, but I saw on the social media, a lot of people said they, there were a bunch of whiteouts, just just short-term whiteouts that kind of occurred during the day yesterday.
4: Mm-hmm. I woke up, first thing I saw, looked out my window, I'm like, I can't even see across the street. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, but it, they, they all were short-lived, though, right?
4: Mm-hmm. We had a couple snow squalls that came through. It was got really windy, got cold. It was, I had about an in, half an inch on my car, so it wasn't a whole lot, but it was still enough to cause issues just before up until sunrise, mostly out by 8, 9 a.m.
2: Do we have a higher elevation? Do they have more of an accumulative snow? I, again, it wasn't out much, so I truly don't know.
4: I'm not seeing any... Re- official reports but i would assume so if i had a half an inch here in wheeling i would assume spots like ogleby and even like cameron parts of wetzel and tyler county probably saw over an inch
2: i think it was saturday morning i think it was saturday morning again i see this on social media um out around the ohio valley mall there were lots of accidents i guess the must have been patches of ice and stuff uh, in the early morning mm-hmm. that caused people cause a problem because so i saw Reports of you know cars off the road and so on. I guess the bottom line, Adam, is uh, you know we're now really into the winter season. Hopefully, it won't last long, but yeah, just be careful every day, I suppose.
4: Now, that's my philosophy. If you see a wet road, especially this time of the year, don't expect it to be water. There's a good chance that that's ice. Like even this morning, for example, Sixteenth Street still had a couple of slick spots you could easily see on the road, mm-hmm. even though nothing was falling. There were still some slick spots, so always have to be careful of that.
2: Yeah, I noticed that coming in this morning. I, just literally one or two, uh, they were easy to spot, but there were one or two little patches of ice still left over. So, again, you got to be just be careful, be, be a little bit alert. Um, again, with 11-degree temperatures, it's going to be, you know, we might, might come across uh, some stuff. All right, so today and tomorrow, we look tomorrow morning for uh, maybe some snow uh, in the morning, a little drive time snow problem. Walk me through the rest of the week.
4: Okay, so tomorrow, snow wraps up by sunrise, so once we get past that, we should slowly clear throughout the day. So after lunchtime tomorrow, we could see some pockets of sunshine, but most of us, unfortunately, are stuck in the teens throughout the day. So we dip to somewhere between 10 and 15 once again tonight and tomorrow, but we stay in the teens. Tuesday, though, few of us could probably dip close to zero, so it's going to feel really cold Wednesday morning. But the good news on Wednesday is sunshine returns, but we stay in the 20s. We'll come the end of the week, Thursday, Friday. We'll see another system move on through that could, once again, bring us some more snow showers. At this time, only an inch or two Thursday into Friday. That's going to be Thursday afternoon and throughout the day Friday. The temperatures by that point should be the mid to upper 20s. The weekend, though, Saturday, will be in the teens once again. Breezy, straight snow shower. But Sunday, we'll be back to the mid-20s with sunshine.
2: All right, so again, a little this, little of that, but a cold day today and some snow coming in tonight and into tomorrow morning. Those are the immediate things people do need to know. I forgot to ask you, did you do anything anything exciting over the weekend?
4: So we went to the wheeling Nailers game on Friday. We lost, of course, uh, but (laughs) I blame the officials for that. Nailers played a good game, but officiating was god-awful, I'm going to tell you that. (laughs) Okay, all right, well. There was a lot of unhappy fans with the referees, so. That's what I'm going to say for that. But Saturday and Sunday really did nothing because I'm like I don't want to go out in the cold. I don't even want to go brush off my car. So we did nothing <laughs> yesterday.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't uh, um, other than uh, to, to go to church yesterday. I didn't I didn't really get out at all during the during the weekend. So it was uh, I it was just kind of a calm, quiet weekend for me as well. Adam, there was
3: a game like that years ago, and the organist here at Wheeling uh, decided to have a little fun with the referees and play three blind mice. You know what happened to the organist?
4: What happened?
2: They were asked to leave. He got the boot. He got the boot, yeah. Referee's a little sensitive, so maybe it's a good thing you didn't get too rowdy last Saturday night. Adam, appreciate your time this morning. We'll do it again tomorrow. Thanks a lot.
4: Talk to you then. Thank you.
2: That was, I think, Danny Wheeler's high point of his career was getting kicked out of that. But and I can, I, I know Danny very well. In fact, Danny used to be, I used to have an organist on the radio show way back in the 19, early seventies. Danny played the organ every morning. He had an organ here in not in this studio, but in the studio up on the hill, and he played music for me. I had my live kind of like my live orchestra, kind of like Doc Saffranson. It was Danny Wheeler, but I could just picture Danny on that night. It just—I'm sure it just came out. I'm sure it didn't think about it, didn't plan it. It was just also like three blind mice, three blind. <laughs> You're out of here. So that could be a trivia
3: question. What does the the organist? What was his name? Danny Wheeler and uh, Sean Flewharty uh, having not good point. point. <laughs> Both was asked to leave West Bank Arena while the game was still in progress. <laughs> there
2: you go. <laughs> It's 10 till the hour. Speaking of games, we'll catch up on all the weekend games and the upcoming games and uh, the snow games and more. Slatter on sports not far away.
0: Every weeknight at 6 p.m. join the Voice of the Mountaineers, Tony Caridi, on The Watchdog. Tony informs and entertains WVU fans with the latest Mountaineer sports news. If it happens in the world of Golden Blue, Tony knows about it and shares it with you. Sportsline, weeknights at 6 on The Watchdog. It's good to have options when choosing health coverage for your family, your employees, and your company. You want to plan with people you know, like the Health Plan, known for exceptional local customer service, and are headquartered right here in West Virginia. We are families. We are businesses. And we are all moving forward together. We are here for you. The Health Plan. Most of us are faced with uncertainty every day. Your job, your finances, sporting events, schooling for your children and so much more. With so much uncertainty surrounding you, there is one auto dealership that you can be certain about and that's Doan Ford. You can be certain that you always get a great deal and the best service afterwards. Being in business for over 50 years has given Don Ford the reputation of being a strong, reliable dealership. Be certain. Choose Don Ford. Online at DonFord.com. I'm not buying till I check Don Ford. Live and local. Every weekday. With 10,000 watts of total power. On WKKX and WVLY. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe.
2: the Eight before the hour, Watchdog Morning Show. It is a Monday morning edition of our big gig. You can join us on the text line, 304-214-1600. A lot of texts coming in today, Bob, and what I like is these are all from different people. Sometimes we get the same folks sending me two or three different texts, but these are all different people. I appreciate it. Now, the majority of them were people telling me how I was wrong when I said, you know, were there school delays? No, there's no school delays because there's Martin Luther King Day. But a lot of different texts coming in. I do appreciate it. 304-214-1600. We had, uh, let's see, we had a Steelers prediction. Uh, we had some talk about the Steelers game. And we have a request for you, sir. Okay. Since we're playing murder music today. Mystery music. <laughs> mystery yes. music. How about playing Wheel of Death by Richard Thompson? I'll see what I can do. I have never heard of that, but we shall see what we can see. Uh, next hour, uh, what did Joe Manchin have to say about running on a third-party ticket when at the he went to the Eggs and Politics Breakfast in New Hampshire? We'll talk about that coming up next hour on the show. And um, Sean O'Leary from the Center for Budget and Policy will kind of walk through some of the budget issues the legislature is dealing with in West Virginia. But right now at 7 till the hour on the Watchdog Morning Show, it is time for... Slider on sports.
3: Thank you, Howard. The NFL postseason got underway on Saturday. You heard it here on the Watchdog Radio Network. The Cleveland Browns season came to an end. They go to Houston as favorites, but former Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud has a huge game. It was the Texans over the Browns, big forty-five to fourteen. That was a little bit of a surprise there, Howard. I was kind of kind of rooting for the Browns a little bit. Maybe I, I put you the said whammy that as on. We
2: wrapped up the show Friday. He said, I'm
3: rooting for the Browns. Yeah, maybe a little. Uh, Maybe Reverse psychology, did it. (laughs) Uh, In one of the coldest games in NFL history, Kansas City at home over a very cold Miami Dolphin team. The Chiefs win 26-7. That was Saturday night. Blizzard conditions in Buffalo, New York postponed that game. It was scheduled for yesterday at 1 o'clock between the Bills and the Pittsburgh Steelers. They will play it today, this afternoon at 4.30. A game that did get they did get in the Green Bay Packers shocked the Dallas Cowboys last night, forty eight to thirty two, and it was really never that close until the end of the game. Heads today, Howard, are going to roll in <laughs> Dallas. You can bet on that. Heads are going to roll, and it could very well be uh, the new home of Bill Belichick. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. So. Uh, that happened uh, kind of a shocker last night. The late game was a real squeaker. The Detroit Lions held on at home beating the L.A. Rams 24-23. to It was Detroit's first playoff win in over 30 years. So they're happy. Lola Miller will be happy here this afternoon. <laughs> With the Bills-Steelers game moved back until this afternoon, there are two playoff games today. It's the Buffalo Bills at home, like we said, in lots of snow hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers, Four thirty kickoff. The Bills are favored by 10 points. And then tonight, it's the Philadelphia Eagles at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Eagles are favored by 3 points. Kickoff is set for 8:15 And Howard. Yes, sir. It's a hockey Monday it's a hockey Monday afternoon in Pittsburgh. You know why? (laughs) They moved it around. This afternoon, the Pittsburgh Penguins host the Seattle Kraken. The puck drops at 105. The game was originally scheduled for 6 o'clock this evening, but they figured out, now you know, we don't want to go against the Steelers. Let's just move it back to 1 o'clock. So if you're a Pittsburgh fan, you have the Penguins at 1 o'clock and then the Steelers at 4.30. Slatter on sports time, 7.56.
2: Fully understand why the Steelers game got moved, and therefore, as a result of that, fully understand the Penguins game getting moved. But doesn't that really mess up the fans?
3: Well, think about it. You're traveling. Okay, I'll be back to work on Monday. We'll go up Oops. the weekend. Uh, yeah, I'm still up there on Monday. I hope my boss understands. I hope he's a Steeler fan. <laughs> yeah. If he's a Cleveland Brown fan, you got problems
2: today. Well, the Penguins, the same thing. You know, people make plans for an evening game, right? And yeah, then...
3: you're kind of taking that for granted. Okay, it's a holiday. They'll be able to get there yeah, at maybe. one, two. But some, I, could, I mean, that, that would be a problem. Yeah, if I was all set to go at six and you move it to one. You would think with all these lawsuits today, I mean, if you sneeze on somebody, they sue you. You would think, man, you messed up my whole weekend. Listen, you didn't ask me about this.
2: You know? You make it by with the Steelers because it's an act of nature. God sent the snow down. Penguins, had, they didn't have to move the game. Unless there is just such good uh, ironclad
3: on the back of that ticket, Howard, that says we can basically do whatever probably we want. Probably does. But think about that. You you came into town, you have a flight uh, this evening, but you're still going to be at the hockey game. you got major problems. You would think that they just wouldn't be able to do that, but they probably can.
2: Well, I know my son goes to some of the Pittsburgh Penguin games, but... I, I, there, you know, I'm, I'm not. I don't know that he has any plans for tonight. But if he had plans for six o'clock game, he can't in the middle of the day say, "Oh, geez, I think I'll go at one o'clock this afternoon." That's how the news trickled down to me. My partner, uh, uh, Bear and
3: Bob, uh, good old good old boys on sports. Bear, he was he was upset because he had things that he has to do this evening, and he won't be able to watch the Steelers. And that's a guy that drives all the way from the Columbus. To Pittsburgh for for home games, so
2: he's not happy either. Is he going to Buffalo? I don't think so. <laughs> All right. Um, and today is Seth Stasky day. I believe Seth will be in at noon, and the Pine Room boys will follow thereafter. I think. I don't know my schedule here in front of me, but I believe I am correct on that. It's going to be a mostly cloudy day today. Daytime high will be up to around 24. We're not there yet. We look for some snow showers coming in, but not until the evening. Snow will begin in the post-sunset time and we'll pick up a good bit overnight. We could have a little bit of drive time trouble in the morning tomorrow. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy Shower snow showers in the morning. Tomorrow's high around 21 degrees, um, so it's going to be an even slightly colder day. Uh, right now we're looking at 11 degrees, Wheeling Ohio County Airport. 11 degrees at the Highlands, 13 degrees in Elm Grove, and 11 degrees here at the Watchdog Radio Network Studios. The 11 degrees makes, uh, with a little wind blowing around out there, makes it feel like it's almost five degrees. Count them on single finger, single hand. One, two, three, four, five. Uh, Don't forget, you can be part of the show, 304-214-1600. Text line is open. The phone line is open as well, 304-232-8255. The Frio Stack auction service lines are available. And uh, when we come back, we'll talk about Frio and Stack because the uh, auction that we've been telling you about for the last week or so is winding down today. You've got some time to go online and check it out and see if there's anything you have an interest in in placing your bid. But it does wind down today. We'll talk about that next hour uh, and more as the Watchdog Morning Show moves on for a Monday.